hooray for Monday listeners. In preparation for today's episode, take a moment to think about the last time you felt awe. I'll start. I was taking the dogs for a walk the other morning and spotted this vibrant pink cosmos flower and nestled in right next to its center, covered in pollen, was a sleepy bee. He was all curled up, not yet awake from his evening slumbers, and it gave me this feeling of connection with that living creature, knowing that just minutes before, I'd been curled up in much the same way. How about for you, Aletta? Well, my example comes from a very different context. I was in Helsinki this past week for the 100 Education Innovation Summit, and one of the things we got to do was visit schools uh, in different parts of Finland, showing what the school is like and what the experience is like. And, And what I found was really interesting is in every school we visited, and we visited very different kinds of schools, sort of a regular secondary school, a vocational education school, some other schools, in every single school, the teachers just they were respected and trusted and they felt this sense of comfort and ownership in the school. And so did the students. So in one school, um, this was Halloween. And in one school during lunchtime, the kids were just playing music and dancing all in the hallways and and, uh, and during lunchtime. And the teachers were like, well, yeah, it's Halloween. They want to dance. They want to play music. And that's what they got to do. And we asked teachers questions like, how do you decide how much time to spend on a particular topic or how to structure the day? And they said, we talk to each other and we just decide what works best for us and what works best for the students. And that's what we do. There was such a sense of trust for the expertise of teachers. And you have to study for many years to become a teacher in Finland. So once you get to that place, you are a trusted leader in society. And if the teachers say they need more time for a particular lesson, or they wanna rearrange some aspect of the curriculum, then that's what happens. And and honestly, Jenna, that that gave me a sense of awe and, and tremendous um, sense of connection and hope just getting to meet those teachers and students and hear them talk about what they do every day. I'm, I'm getting some, uh, some secondary awe from hearing you describe that. Your example reminds me that awe comes in so many different shapes and sizes, and it's so powerful, sublime, transformative even when we experience it. Today, you're making the case that it really can and should be part of the school experience, and you offer us concrete ways to make that happen. Let's jump in. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Awesome ways to help your students. Hooray for Monday, November 13th, 2023. In his book, Awe, The New Science of Everyday Wonder and How It Can Transform Your Life, social psychologist Dacher Keltner describes ways in which every one of us can train our brains to find more meaning in our lives. Keltner explains that if we look for it, we can find awe everywhere, from the momentous like a solar eclipse to the everyday, like the look on a child's face when she figures out how to solve a math problem. For me, the most joyful part of Keltner's book is his description of a teaching practice in which students wrote a poem in response to the question, why are we alive? And PhD students rated the poem for how sublime they were, according to these criteria that date back to ancient Greece. Did the poem have boldness and grandeur of thought? 
Did it raise passions to a violent or enthusiastic degree? Did it show skillful use of language, graceful expression? Did it reveal elegant structure and composition? As I read this section of the book, I found myself experiencing awe at the thought that someone somewhere offered students the opportunity to write in a manner that would raise passions or express grandeur of thought. Can you imagine how students would feel about writing if these were the criteria schools prioritized in writing instruction? Keltner defines awe as the feeling of being in the presence of something vast that transcends your understanding of the world. Can you imagine what might happen if we prioritized awe in school? What if we set up schools with the goal that students and teachers would regularly experience awe? Keltner cites research that shows the meaningful benefits of awe on our brains and bodies. He explains that when we experience certain kinds of awe, we concentrate better, handle stresses with more resilience, and perform better on cognitive tests of different kinds. Other psychologists reinforce those findings. According to a recent article in Psychology Today, quote, the research reveals that experiencing awe can reduce stress, quiet our inner critic, and inspire us to act more altruistically toward the people around us, end quote. The same article points to research showing that experiencing awe is linked to decreases in anxiety and an increase in generosity. Imagine for a moment, given the mental health crisis affecting young people and given all we know about how students feel in school, if school were a place that actually decreased students' anxiety, that would indeed be awesome. Prioritizing awe sounds like a massive task, and it can be. It can mean reworking all aspects of curriculum, instruction, and assessment to prioritize wonder and students' questions about the world. And of course, that is our ultimate goal at Inspired Teaching. However, prioritizing awe can start with some simple steps like these. Set aside time each day or a few times a week for students to take awe walks. Described by Keltner in a recent episode of the podcast On Being, these walks can take place outside and also within the school walls. Ask your students, what do you wonder about? Or as we ask our staff at Inspired Teaching, what are you curious about? You can simply pose the question verbally from time to time or create an awe wall, which is just a bulletin board on the wall or on an online platform with the question posted in which students and teachers are invited to post responses. When we consider these questions on a regular basis, we build our ability to identify and appreciate awe, and we absorb the mental and physical benefits of experiencing awe. Find ways to incorporate memories of awe in curriculum-based assignments. So invite students to write expository, persuasive, or narrative essays about times they experienced awe. 
Ask students to identify awesome places in which there's a mathematical explanation for something in nature. Think Nautilus or beehive or soap bubbles. Challenge students to point to moments in history in which individuals or groups acted courageously or generously enough to inspire awe. Participate in these awe-inspiring exercises alongside your students. Not only will you be modeling lifelong learning, you'll also improve your own job satisfaction. A small step is all it takes to start an awe journey that will surely make school more meaningful for your students and their teacher. Wishing you an awesome week. Links to resources are in the written version and the notes for this episode. Resources, student-led museum tour. Whether you try this activity in an actual museum or with works of art projected on your classroom wall, putting students in charge of sharing what attracts their curiosity about a piece of art is a great way to share awe. Building sensory awareness. If you try taking your students on awe walks, the activities described in this resource may offer some scaffolding for their observation. Tuning into the world around us through each of our senses grounds us in the present and makes us much more aware of the world we're in. What makes you curious? Today, we share a curiosity segment from Saku Tuominen, co-founder and creative director of 100 in Helsinki. When I asked him what he was curious about, his answer got me thinking about my own childhood memories. Perhaps his words will do the same for you. My name is Saku Tuominen and I'm the chair of 100, which is a global education nonprofit. Uh, when I think about my childhood and discussions with my parents, I think that there must have been thousands of them. I remember roughly about five. If I think about my moments in school over 10 years, a lot of valuable lessons. And again, I remember five. And what is it that I'm curious about is who makes, the, who makes the decision, what do I remember and what do I forget and how does my mind work? I think that that's endlessly fascinating. Professional learning. Join us for our November Institute on Nurturing School Connectedness. What can we do to strengthen relationships among members of our school community? In this institute, we will deepen understanding of what mutual respect looks like in the classroom and in the school building beyond it. Apply the five core competencies in the CASEL framework to strategies that build school connectedness and belonging. And plan a lesson that builds empathy, a vital component of school connectedness. Our last session in November runs Tuesday, November 14th from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Youth Programming. Calling all high school students. A full calendar of upcoming Speak Truth dates is now available on our website. These are incredible opportunities to engage in meaningful dialogue with peers and earn community service hours. Each month, students local to the DMV can join us for three-hour in-person sessions at MLK Library in Washington, D.C. And students from around the country and around the world can join us for one-and-a-half-hour sessions online. 
Students lead the conversation. Adults are welcome to listen and learn. We're seeking student facilitators for upcoming sessions. Learn more and sign up on our website. Our next in-person session is Wednesday, November 15th. Our next online session is Monday, November 27th. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks very much for listening. Have an awesome week.